I want to tell you a story I read a couple of weeks ago. The story to me was unbelievable. It was about the brother of the Vilna Gaon. The brother of the Vilna Gaon was very righteous in his own, in his own life. Everybody knew the Vilna Gaon, the great Vilna Gaon, but his brother was very righteous also. Rabbi Abraham, he used to go a few times a year to visit with his brother the Gra. And to get there was a very difficult journey. It was very hard to get there. It was a lot, it was expenses, it was hard. By the time he got there, it was a, a weeks of travel. And he would say, when he got there, he was in Gan Eden, sitting next to his brother. It was like being in the presence of a Malach. And he gained so much every time he went in Torah and Yirat Shammai and Musar. So somebody once asked him, they said, Rabbi, anyway, you learn all day. Why don't you just live in Vilna next to your brother? Why do you travel so far three times a year? He said, it's a good question. It's a good question. I'll tell you the answer. It starts like this. Many years ago, in our community, there was a shortage of etrogim before the holiday of Sukkot. And the word went out, there are no mehudar etrogim in the entire city. You can't get a good etrog. And I said, I have to have mehudar. My wife said, don't worry, I'm going to get you an etrog. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to rest till I get you an etrog. And my wife, Eshet Chayil, she went and she searched and searched. And she found somewhere in a back alley, someone selling etrogim. And she spotted one. And she said, there it is, perfect etrog. He said, yes, this is the only one probably available in the whole city. And he told her the cost was astronomical. She said, money is no object. I'll take it. How are you going to pay? She says, well, I don't have the money, but I have a house. I'll mortgage you my house. If I don't pay back by a certain time, my house is on lien. He said, okay, they signed the contract. She took the etrog, she brought it back to her husband. And they were dancing. Wow, you got an etrog. In the time, you can't get an etrog. Thank you so much. And he went that Sukkot and he shook the lulav in etrog with such pride and joy. And the time came to pay back for the, the price of the etrog. And they didn't have anywhere near that kind of money. So they were forced to sell their home. The home was worth more than the etrog. She sold the home and they had to downsize their house to a house half the size to pay for that etrog. And he said, I was a little nervous. How, excuse me, would my wife respond now having to live like this? He said, my wife goes to shul twice a day. She goes in the morning, she goes in the afternoon. And on the way from our new home to the shul is our old home. And I watched my wife the first time she went to shul from our new home. It's a little longer of a walk. 
she stopped in front of the old home. And she stood there. And she put out her hands and she said, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, I want to thank you for the zikhut that I was able to give up my home for an etrog. I want to thank you for that zikhut. And he said, every single day when she passes back and forth, she stops by the house and she thanks Hashem for the zikhut of this awesome mitzvah that she was able to give up her home for. You see, I can't move to Vilna because I would take away that special time my wife has with Hashem every single day. I can't take that away from her. And I'm reading this story and I said, what would someone like myself say? What? Hashem, I gave up my house for the Yitrog. Where's the money? Where's that money? I, the money should have fell down from Shamayim. You know what I did for the Yitrog? No. That's not their response. What is zechut to be moser nefesh v'akadosh baruch hu? People who understand what this world's all about. It's not about money and homes. It's about being moser nefesh. What I'm able to do for hakadosh baruch hu.